This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Ninth Circuit Court is ordering the Environmental Protection Agency to revoke all tolerances for the insecticide chlorpyrifos. In a ruling today, a three-judge panel voted two to one to require EPA to modify existing tolerances to meet a federal food safety law. The insecticide has been under the scrutiny of the legal system and environmental advocates for years over concerns about its impacts on infants and children. The judges say EPA has sought to evade its statutory duties in evaluating the safety of the product. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. President Joe Biden's goals to use the stepped-up basis for financing upcoming policy proposals have many in agriculture concerned, despite pledges the effort will protect the interests of producers. Biden pitched the plan in a joint address to Congress Wednesday night. Danielle Beck handles tax policy issues for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. She says many of Biden's underlying infrastructure improvement goals are worth considering, but they have an issue with the pay-fors. When it comes to how to pay for that proposal, it's pretty unacceptable to try and balance that budget or offset the cost on the backs of farmers and ranchers. And so we're going to be working as closely as we can with members of Congress, both sides of the aisle and both chambers, to ensure that whatever this final package looks like, uh, there is an equitable approach to any tax changes when it comes to agricultural production. The tax change technically wouldn't kick in unless the recipient of the inherited farmland or other assets opted to sell it. Beck says while that helps in sustaining an operation, there could be unintended consequences. That might be well-intentioned, but that sort of obligation would ultimately discourage the sale of farmland. There are plenty of families out there either who don't have heirs or whose heirs may not want to ultimately take over the family business. And what's most important at the end of the day is making sure that this farmland is still an agricultural production. And so, you know, that type of provision could potentially increase the cost and further limit the availability of farmland, which, you know, right now costs are already incredibly high and access to farmland is not great at the moment. Beck says while this is the administration's proposal, it's still early in the process and the organization plans to lobby for a different approach. This is the first step in what will likely be a long process. And uh, the details are pretty vague in the president's proposal. Uh, Congress is ultimately going to be charged with figuring out how to translate 15 pages into what will likely be thousands of pages of legislative text. Finally today, a key ag senator says affordability is key for new technologies. AgriPulse's Ben Nolley has more. A farm state senator is warning the precision agriculture sector to think about affordability for smaller farmers as they continue to advance technology. Speaking during a Senate Appropriations Subcommittee hearing today, Montana Democrat John Tester says precision ag technology doesn't do any good if you can't afford it. In the last spring, just for fun, I called up to see what an auto steer for my tractor would cost. fifteen to 20000 bucks, And I got two tractors. So I had to make the decision in my mind whether turning around and looking where the drill was on the furrow and maybe overlapping once in a while or making a skip once in a while was worth that $20,000. It's a small farm. Most of my neighbors are five or ten times bigger than I am. Tester questioned Brian Carroll, director of Grand Farm, a research and education initiative in North Dakota. Carroll says they're working on affordability. We get this feedback loop between the grower and the innovators and the technologists in which we are creating solutions that are more specific to the problems that are being solved. I think over time, as we bring more automation online and we have the ability to do these things, 
It's going to bring the size of the equipment down. It's going to make it much more affordable, but also the application of that equipment is going to be designed around specific challenges. He also commended Carroll for taking money from Microsoft rather than other big agricultural corporations. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The current but temporary estate tax exemption of $11 million per person has been helpful to agriculture, but estate taxes still hang heavy over many family farm businesses. Protect the next generation of family farmers by supporting the Death Tax Repeal Act of 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.